2: Welcome back, gals, to another episode of your favourite podcast. It, gals. It, gals, podcast. Um, As always, we'd like to say hello and thank you to our gorgeous sponsors, Outsider. Outsider. we're going to open up the Outsider. Hell yeah, let's do it, girl. Talk me
1: through uh, the taste, baby girl. Okay, let
2: me just take a little sip. (laughs) Outsider is one of the fruitiest, lightest. Um, at ciders that I've tasted and I didn't believe a cider could taste this way and Lindsay turned me on to it about a year ago and I was like dab dabbing yeah. on all <laughs> I was dabbing on all it's the other ciders so, yeah okay. make your own way out guys so it's really delish a new, there's a new hole in town so you, you better be yeah you better believe it and go get a can and crack it open for this episode drink responsibly all that good shit yeah because um, we're having
1: we're going to need a drink for this episode I think oh yeah you got to get you yeah, okay <laughs> yes, like
2: a can is like an excess, as we are always right? say. So, this week we are going to be—we started off as we always call ourselves the anti-influencers. Not that we hate influencers, just that we're everything that they're not. Okay, it, AKA. Anti-basicness, yeah. Because to be honest, and anti-fakeness, like the, yeah. the lies. So, this week there has been a load coming to the boil of kind of the influencer industry being exposed in Ireland. It's been exposed. That shit spilled over. Yeah, and it's all been kind of researched Bye. by. The people. The people of yeah, Ireland. The people have. Which I love. It's like it's, it's like this pussy grass back. <laughs> yes. It's like yes. We it's, are not going to take your shit anymore. Um, and so there's been Instagram, Instagram pages, Reddit threads, um, there's been loads going on and you know. It's a
1: freaking Insta revolution. Yeah. And I am
2: loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So, but we promised last week that we would announce our influencer awards that you guys voted for. Yeah. The real winners that of, were not like...
1: Lick holy inner, yeah. <laughs> inner. Lick-hole.
2: We're not licking the inner hole. <laughs> it's just yes, the rim. We're rimming them.
1: <laughs> no, obviously, in the hole, colleagues. That is the basic bitches. Um, of the instagals I'm dying (laughs) they all they all meet up and like each these arseholes they're they're three inches deep (laughs) Ah, with a tongue everyone writes to me and is like okay we need to not with ours because I'm getting so chill yeah I'm getting PTSD yeah But um, everyone always writes to me and says that they love how we say arsehole. <laughs> it's like O R S E. My like arsehole. You're an arsehole. <laughs> I fuck. don't even notice it, but anyway, lol. Disgust. Um, yeah, so obviously there's lots of these like
2: 100 best influencers of 2017. And I'm, it's basically just inner yeah. circle
1: bullshit. It's not
2: voted by the people who... I, it's like what are you quantifying number one ads? That's just basically the number one person that you want to be shouting at your magazine or your product yeah. or whatever. So we wanted you guys to vote and we didn't even have like nominees. It was just an open vote because I was like, this is how, if there is someone who's really popular, they will, cream will rise to the top. Yes, and yes. I have to say our first category is... is funniest influencer, and this is where the cream. This is the one category that it was like boom, and the winner slide. winner was Claire Balding. Balding, funny bitch. Go check her out. Um, and P.S. guys, go to our Instagram, It Girls Podcast. We're going to be putting up in the next week our choices. So go follow yeah. us, and you'll see. Mm-hmm. Dra- uh, I was like drama number two, <laughs> LOL, Freudian slip, dare I say? <laughs> 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 uh, category number two was best. off win <laughs> a <while. laughs> James, James
1: Cabanas. We love that you guys cho- chose the Dude mm-hmm. and his style is popping. And I think that
2: been. does show that maybe girls are lackluster, a little bit of style in yeah. their lives because James is one of those people. He is—he's out the gate. He is—he's daring he, AF. Daring AF. So um, gals,
1: get more daring with your style, and maybe you could win yes, next
2: year. Yes. Number three was drama. Favorite drama and what one was? Influencers getting caught out selling their AliExpress
1: shit. Shit, yeah. Tass. Selling their tat and getting caught out for it, or else, like, kind of the getting caught out with the yeah, tax, and man, all that shit. Yeah, and like, ba-
2: not even just like them selling their product, them lying, saying that they were basically weaving these things by hand. Yeah, we're in the lab. Yeah, when they were selling. The I just don't through
1: AliExpress.
2: <laughs> yeah, like if some of you guys don't know what AliExpress is, go on aliexpress.com, search anything and you will find how cheap they're selling it for, okay? Like that it's so easy to do. You can literally just put in like gold, you know, bag, and the influencer who's selling a gold bag, it'll be on there a lot yeah. of the time. So go yeah, check it out. Or a
1: bronzer palette yeah,
2: and you can buy it from there. BTW, yeah, it just doesn't
1: have the labels.
0: Left yeah, on the front because
2: they buy it from a lot of people would buy it from Alibaba, which is like wholesale AliExpress, so they'll mm-hmm. get it even cheaper, and then they can get their branding on it. So people love that because they're being lied to, and they and like it's catching great people thing out when a kind of
1: lie comes out yeah you know when it's like because yeah. it's annoying when you think you know something
2: and it turns out to be true so okay uh. next um next category i keep forgetting that word yeah. okay, it's like the next yeah. section the next category is most engaging or influential <laughs> and the winner is glare <laughs> balding once again yeah
1: like so there was wanted... no one else that came close yeah and we also just wanted it like she was the genuine winner because yeah. we were like you know Oh should we give it to someone else But she won
2: Yeah oh, she We really were thinking won. like would well, we get to the second person But we're like Do you know what She won This is voted by you And Claire fucking won And so. she's so engaging And
1: she's so consistent With her Snapchat We've obviously We've had her on the podcast before She's a friend of the show Yes
2: We love her You guys fucking love her And um, yeah so. And then what I Just another note Like I love that We said like most influential And like she's influencing more How people think and act Rather than what they buy yeah. Which I love Because it's like a different type of influencing Yeah
1: And it's a really cool Like Way to influence people Like to kind of She obviously had the whole thing With her hair And She kind of taught people I think to Get over certain stuff And how to yeah. kind of like You know Swim through a fucking dramatic
2: experience Yeah and She it's
1: fucking
2: real So yeah. last but not least We asked you guys Who do you think Deserves more followers Or who just is not Getting the recognition They deserved And I cream I'm creaming myself <laughs> <laughs> And I'm
1: licking
2: it <laughs> <laughs> You're being crying. I know I don't know what's wrong oh. It's like freaking In the middle of the day like, I know um, who, who won Because it <laughs> is <laughs> Rebecca and Kevin <laughs> Our favourite YouTubers <laughs> And yeah you know, we were talking About them last night To each other And we were like Always um, welling up While we were totting up the votes and I was like, the reason that they're so successful and the reason that they're so engaging and just like, you get hooked, you get hooked is because, as I was saying to you, they have, they're so honest in their vlogging life. Like they're not trying to be like, so today we're going to wake up, fly to Maui, surf around, eat at a a Michelin star. I had um, three berries with
1: uh, herbal tea and now I'm going to walk into work. No, no they're, they're like complaining about the bus is not coming. They're
2: literally like they have a whole episode about the boiler. Yeah, it's the most Irish, broke. but it's, it's so, so Irish obsessed. And they have about two thousand subscribers, I think, on YouTube.
1: Um, and but they've been at it for years. years. They should be having
2: a lot more. Not that they do it purely because they just
1: love vlogging, yeah. which I also love. The genuine, just they're not like follower grabbers. Do you know, they're, they're,
2: they're really follower not. Grabbers? <laughs> but they're not, and I love that they um they really. They actually know how to take the piss out of themselves because sometimes Kevin, in the end of a video, he'd be like... Uh, like, I remember once he was like, this is it, now we're going to go viral from this one because it was like a carpet fitting. Like. <laughs> Rebecca was lolling, but like it was so cute and they're a couple they've been together years they're so comfortable with each other they're yeah. really comfortable on camera because they've been doing it for so long and, and
1: they also are quite like they should be, they would be good influencers. they are in, like, because they really appreciate like the simple things in life yeah
2: like, they love going to Nando's they love like going to the cinema they go to they Orlando the house, like. and they do go on a load of fab holidays so you could probably get some inspiration. yeah they actually
1: are really great because they just went to uh, Disneyland Paris and yeah. they knew all about the fast tickets and all that yeah. stuff so they wouldn't be known no and so yeah they are great right i think they did they do i don't know maybe we should request that video of them i would love to know how they like organize their holidays and stuff cuz they totally like
2: have a dime. They. Oh my god I remember Rebecca once did a, <laughs> They were shine on But I'm sorry Rebecca once did Like a whole video Of how she packs And I was like Oh I was like my god girl She was It was like It wasn't like titled that But it was like When they are going to Orlando And she was just like I've got all his clothes here I've got all this here I've got this bag That's full of toilet Like it was so organised I was like Yeah I'm never organised And she vacuum packs Their summer clothes I was like girl Oh my god See she she's organised She's home. literally like So I'm going to go Vacuum pack the summer clothes Put the summer clothes away I'm yeah, like I wear my summer clothes Yeah <laughs> my winter clothes I'm just Baltic
0: Mm.
2: Um, but they're so great and we love them they're so Irish so go follow them on YouTube guys please do get them up because they deserve more followers yeah and we'll also tag Rebecca's Instagram when we put this up uh, so you can go follow Rebecca's Instagram
1: okay so girl we're getting into that real shit yeah
2: so there's 10 minutes of lulls, and now we are genuinely getting into Spilling, Spilling the tea The fucking nuts and bolts Of the nice. situation <laughs> Yes <laughs> So Another recap The influencer stuff Is blowing up People are exposed. What happened this week Okay For those who don't in, be In those. the last week And I know this Because like I'm uh, I, I actually love Reddit I've always used Reddit and I heard there was, like, a Reddit thread. I was actually linked by one of our friends. And um, I was like, oh, my God, this is gas. And, you know, you get into, a, like, a little bit of a, like, rabbit hole when you're, like, reading a Reddit thread and then you come across shit about yourself and all the rest. And you're like, ah! But um, I love this shit right now. Yeah, I I, do you know what? None but of it. it in fairness to them, like I, they could have been way, way harsher. There was one thread that was pretty harsh. About us? No, 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 no. Like just oh, in general. About okay, the bloggers. But the, since then, a few of the people from the original thread made like an actual private thread, so it's not as like insane. Is
1: far too complicated for me. It but. took
2: me so long to get used to, it, but it's actually one of the best websites I can, ever. But <laughs> I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. Just try and like freaking screen grab some stuff. Please. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know. I mean anyway So they basically Kind of were Kept talking about Like all these different things That are pissing them off About bloggers About like Just basically The nuts and bolts Of the situation From what I've read From people I know I don't know why It's my new fricking saying (laughs) Um, I'm fricking Bob the builder The nuts and bolts and didn't I don't even know what totally that me. is a saying Like I'm making it up but Anyway yeah, The I've actual The it. integral Fucking Okay the, Like heart of the heart Real of the root All that type yeah, of shit yes. Is basically People are sick Of being lied to Now This is coming out In different ways From people Because some people are like I don't like how This person photoshops herself But doesn't look like that And I don't like how This person's selling This you know Makeup brush set And it costs her X amount of money And it's like I'm sure some of them are aware, but like from what I got from the overall feeling, which I think is the most important part to kind of concentrate mm-hmm. on, not like the little nitty gritty, like what's gone up on Instagram, because it's just a way of expressing this. Is that people are sick of being taken for a fool? Mm-hmm. This, the Irish influencers, and this is mostly just Irish. Um, yeah, I feel it has. There's just a, there is with certain influencers a kind of like. Dishonesty about it And that people Are smarter than They think they are So for so long They might have got away With like selling products And all this kind of stuff Or you know Their f- pictures looking So perfect And all mm. this kind of stuff And people When people can like Smell a rat And then they can prove That the rat is there Like it fucking pisses them off When the person Won't even admit to it It's denying stuff like, Totally I
1: think it has been A consistent um, thread of lies Yeah Which like I, You know I think people were taking it With a pinch of salt For years mm-hmm. And then they're actually Just like I can't fucking take this anymore Because It's actually uh, And I mean People are getting affected People's Yeah Mental health Is genuinely getting affected By this like Falseness Of like someone's lives And the comparing Like we did a whole episode One of our first episodes mm-hmm. It was like Comparing yourself online It's got Comparison Kills. Yeah if you wanna go listen to it It's fucking amazing um, and, like, it's honest, it's, it's so hard to escape it. Uh, you know, people be like, unfollow. It's, I unfollow them, I still see them. I don't follow any of them and I still see them. Yeah. And people, I think it was just, like, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Because, like, especially, like, you know, for the next generation coming up, I, like, people are just like, we need to stop this. This can't be normal. Yeah. Because, like, you know, for example, you and I didn't grow up on the internet. We have, we're not used to this. But, like, there are now, like, teenagers, young teens or... People in college Who is like I couldn't imagine
2: No And like the thing So something on that That I want to kind of talk about Is the whole And I think it's something That people are getting Really pissed off with Is that whole kind of um, I know we were talking about On WhatsApp, Linz, The other day The whole If you don't like it Unfollow it thing mm. And I can see that From like two sides I can see it from the side Of people who are like don't just tell me don't follow you blah 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 but then one blogger who actually spoke about it really well which I was like that, it gave me a different perspective on it because it wasn't as bratty throw your toys out of your pram like just don't follow me if you don't like me mm. Sarah uh, from I Come Undone um, she's really fucking sound I've known her from my old job I worked with her when like I worked in the marketing side of things she's really genuine and she did a whole thing in it, and she was just like you you have to realize that with influencers so much of the power is in the audience's hands mm-hmm. and she's like i'm not saying like if you don't like me unfollow me or like if you don't like them unfollow me it's not in a like bratty way she's just like i'm actually want to encourage you guys that like mm. if you if there is someone out there who you are like they don't deserve what they're doing blah blah whatever you might f- way, feel about it she was like the best thing you can do is to unfollow and stop engaging with them because that's what gets them work and that's what gets them recognition. Now, obviously, we know people can buy followers, people can buy engagements, all the rest, blah, blah, blah. But I can think you that... you buy engagement? Oh, you can buy likes, so. oh, yeah. So, So how do you know? You don't know. That's the thing. It's like this is where... I mean, this is where the problem with kind of influencer marketing is is that it's so unregulated because it's new. You know, that way it's like... Yeah, Instagram hasn't basically as a platform opened up to third-party apps that can tell you if the the, the people are real or not because they're just bought accounts. So, like, they're technically real. You know that way? It's mm-hmm. like a, a robot sets up an Instagram account and it follows you. That's basically what happens, you know? So you don't really know, but, like, you know, you have to be able to, in some way, I think... Take it into your own hands Now I still think You can be angry at them Because I know that The point is, isn't that I'm pissed off That it's showing up In my feed The point is that You know what's going on Anyway Like I don't follow them But it pisses me off That people profit off You know Like diet pills Or diet tea When I know that They're photoshopping Themselves skinnier You know what I mean Like it's like That's, that's morally wrong Like You know, as an influencer, I don't think influencers have to take the full blame of, like, the anorexia epidemic in Ireland. However, they also have to realise, you have to take a step back sometimes and be like, am I being morally, like, is my moral compass set to the right pivot? You know, that way, like, is my moral compass here to help people? Or am I just in this just to make a little dime off my followers? I think that's the...
1: Like it's a difficult one Because it's the same as like You know I remember Rihanna once was asked Like you know You're a role model And she's like I'm not exactly. a role model And it's the same With some of these influencers You can give them The same kind of Yeah Excuse whatever You want to call it Like leeway In that regard That like If they're setting up uh, Instagram for style Or skincare hair care Do they have to have You know A responsibility
2: To be To like, guide their people Through
1: like yeah, What's like, right and wrong like, Basically Yeah like And for example If an influencer is really thin And has an amazing body And eats loads of food Does she have a responsibility To kind of try and tone that down And pretend that she doesn't You know like yeah, It's all a yeah. different Because I do know a lot of influencers Who just have an amazing body yeah. And who don't photoshop their yeah. bodies And all that kind of stuff But I think it's just a case of I think Like from my response I've spoken a lot about it On Snapchat over the last week And I've gotten Like loads of different people Who are writing to mm-hmm. me About their experience With influencers a lot of them who would be like a bit older now but years ago were, are looking back at, the se- at themselves and being like when i was younger and a lot more or in a different place in my mm. life if like i was maybe going through something i would be like in a more vulnerable place to be influenced and mm-hmm. would be buying into this stuff and i think that's where from what i can see people hate that they are being sold something that is a disingenuous ad- advertisement basically yeah, totally. and that's what i think has happened within Irish influencing the influencers seem to have like we were saying at the start of this fuck the followers they're idiots they'll buy whatever I fucking sell yeah. and then they're more brand loyal because that's where they kind of have got a bit mixed up like mm. they obviously see the physical money is coming from the brand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're disregarding the fact that like they're worth is in their following. And, and it's in that engagement and, like, loyalty that their following totally. Really gives to them.
2: And something that I think is, is like, just on your point of, like, say, Rihanna, I don't have to be a role model, okay? I agree with that. Rihanna is a musician. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, when you're famous, people are going to look up to you, blah, 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 but she, what she is saying there is, like, what I'm giving to the world here is not a moral compass. Like, I'm giving you music. Like, that's her job. Irish influencers, think of the word. You want your yeah. job to be influencing people Just like Rihanna Has you know A responsibility to make sure her music is as good And on brand for herself And you know that's her responsibility mm-hmm. To make sure the music that she puts out is good okay? yeah. If you want your job to be an influencer You do have A moral obligation To make sure That what you are influencing Is on a right path Because it's completely Ignorant think like oh well whatever they can make the decision themselves like I'm sorry you're ignorant who do you think your audience are I've been I've worked at influencer events the audience are 15 to 17 year old girls by and large especially for makeup influencers beauty influencers they're young girls okay like when I was 16 I would have if I was 16 now I'd be the exact same oh 100% you know what I mean so you do you can't Shift the like Well I'm not a I'm not a role model And it's not up to me To like help people But it's like Yes you want that To be your job
1: Yeah I think they have Forgotten where their job Came from Yeah Like your job Like I spoke about this A bit on Snapchat Like And we've spoken about this Before as well Like the Like Blogging Like Exploded Mm -hmm. Because it was like The public's chance To like see Normal people On a platform And being able to get Like genuine Thorough Reviews of Mm products Instead of Like we obviously Have always had Advertisements on TV Mm -hmm. L'Oreal Like Pantene Whatever But now we Had Like Access to seeing Like people who were Really knowledgeable about Makeup Whatever the hell Their um, Like branch They were doing Mm -hmm. But they were giving genuine reviews, so we actually could see before investing in something expensive
2: or. But it was like, like your friend giving you advice, like yeah, or this your mum passing down advice. This is what the the whole and This is why brands latched onto it. Like I worked, like I'll put it straight at the gate now, because we're going to go into it later on. But I, for two and a half years, worked for like the world's leading luxury beauty brand. Okay. I'm not going to mention names because, you know, whatever, but you can look me up on LinkedIn, okay? (laughs) But, you know, okay, so I was um, the, like, social media manager kind of thing, and typically that's the person who does all the influencer engagement, okay? And, you know, like, this is where it came from, from the brand. People all of a sudden realized, why would I put all my money into a, a billboard ad that no one fucking cares about? Where there's Lucy over there Who's recommending products I'll give her a product And if she likes it She'll recommend it And people trust that more So mm-hmm. it kind of so started, It, was the trust it trickled into that And that's what brands see They're like They trust that More than they trust Open stellar Magazine And there's a page for a mascara Then people Yeah, the people from that. yeah. So like That's where it came from Because it, it Their job came from The basis of trust And now I think the fucking trust is Very it, quickly the, yeah, slipping away The basis away.
1: of trust And the basis of like you know Genuine reviews And the annoying thing For me About the Irish Blogging Vlogging Fucking influencer community in Like I don't watch Irish bloggers I always say that I do enjoy some um, Like I enjoy Canadian blogger mm-hmm. Samantha Yeah I love Samantha And a few others That I would just like Dip in and out of On YouTube mainly But like For example Samantha Samantha is like A brand ambassador For Nick's mm-hmm she went away to Bora Bora with Nyx. Like, she is, like, on, th- like, the fucking cover of, like, the stalls. and bits. Yeah. Like, she's huge and, like, you know, brand loyal or whatever. Mm-hmm. They released a palette and she slated it straight yeah. after yeah. they brought her away to Bora Bora. Like, she's not, like, which is just incredible. Mm. Like, and, like, she, you know, she explained why it wasn't, like, you know, she just, she's so not with my... Makeup or whatever But like It just shows That like You can still have Like a relationship With a brand
2: mm-hmm.
1: And give them Constructive criticism Yeah like, I mean I'm not saying That she just was like That's shit It's fucking shit No she gave her constructive... like There's
2: too many shimmers yeah. or Whatever and like, But with... I like this part It's the same with one That I love Tati uh, Glamour Life Guru Like I go She's my go to For beauty advice She's not Like she's like You know I'd say she's about 35 Maybe a bit older She's like You know Not my style Is basically what I'm saying But she is so knowledgeable about makeup and she literally on a video I watched the other day was saying like you know her whole thing is giving such honest reviews and she was like I got a letter from a big brand last week like basically telling me to go fuck myself because I gave their shit a bad review and she was like and you know what I don't give a fuck I'm gonna still keep doing it and she's getting like 3 million views a video and that's
1: where like Irish blogging is just it's so lacking that. stupid that they did this like they literally have dug their own grave yeah. because like it's like And relationship with a dude or with a friendship like once trust is broken it's so incredibly hard even if you do still have the following Mm -hmm. to build back that trust up it's close to impossible. Yeah,
2: Think about if, if, if your fella cheated on you. We've all been in a situation like yeah. that. Or we've all been, I think, in the situation where at least some level of trust is gone. And even if you want to forgive them, even if you want to still trust them, there is always that voice in the back of your mind that's like, they did this, they did this, they did this. And if you can't do that to someone who you are romantically involved with, yeah. how are you supposed to do it to some Instagram hoe? They, like, I'm yeah, sorry. Exactly. Like, and like, as well, like,
1: again, with the stupidity of the Irish blogging scene, this has been... Like murmurs of this conversation, like threads on Facebook groups, you boards,
2: know? E, yeah, all the
1: rest, like everything—it's it, been in the paper before. Like this is not just randomly come out now yeah Uh, the irish public have been discussing this for ages and it's not
2: built on nothing
1: as well No, but like the blogging the bloggers never addressed it they just literally kept on covering it over kept Mm -hmm. on covering it over kept on denying and then so basically this week i just want to talk about just because a lot of people are kind of confused about what actually kind of solidified the whole breakthrough Mm -hmm. or whatever so You like were saying that you were on a Reddit thread, there was a Reddit thread like someone who was on Reddit, a Mm -hmm. user, set up this Instagram. Now this Instagram has been what
2: a week? Yeah. About about a week now. A week. How many followers does she have? We tracked it out thirty thousand. Thirty three. Oh yeah, thirty three, sorry. Thirty three point three, I believe. A week in a week. I've never seen an Irish influencer even get 10k in a week unless they bought them. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) check a few shillings. Check their social blade stats. Yeah,
1: yeah. Check social blade. We spoke about the website before. You can. Like put in an influencer's name or yeah. and see like how many followers. followers and like you'll see like one, two, three, one thousand. Like, yeah. or the, it's days.
2: mad. Like, I mean and obviously we're not saying that there you know, there's no way to prove it, but like if someone's average gaining a day is four and there then are all of a sudden, there are ways
1: to prove it though. Like I mean, you literally you can go on To some influencers And even If they have Built up the following But their engagement Is so down like yeah. We always say Like we get The same amount of likes as
2: Yeah There's some people Like there who I know Who have like 20k I have like 4,000 I mean In no way an influencer And I get more likes Than people who have 30k Like yeah. And it's like That's not a bragging point But it's like Obviously And brands are kind of Going more towards that now I think Genuine. Brands are
1: liking get yeah, more Their engagement.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, who gives a fuck about putting my mascara on your Instagram page of, of twenty thousand people if like fourteen are gonna like it? Like, yeah,
1: exactly. If the reach isn't there, like, if, mm. so basically, yes, yeah. yeah so the
2: Instagram anyway. Go on about that. Thirty-three
1: k in a week. This girl who we don't know who she is. People were thinking it was me or Claire, but it wasn't
2: us. I bloody wish I had thirty-three k. She was. I mean, she's done such a good job as well. And what she basically
1: did was like we've seen these photos. Floating around Um, She took like She basically Side by side And I'm not sure how If I agree with like That or whatever But to be honest These photos were online Mm -hmm. Like and she basically Like sided them Next to like An influencer In a candid pick Or in a Online pick, Like an an, an event And then next to the selfie That the influencer Would have uploaded
2: And the thing about that is, is Like I understand right I actually have sympathy For any blogger Whose picture was up like that Because I I'm not going to try and be like Just get over it I would be fucking devastated Okay if someone Because I'm sure there are manky pictures of me I'd be scarlet I'd be scarlet Like I would be scarlet However I think the key to it Is seeing it in the perspective of the lie Like if you don't see it as like She was She looks bigger here than she does here If you just see it as in like This is someone who sells this product That tells you maybe that you're going to be Like Influencing is basically all like If you buy this You will be me Okay If you want to really boil it down It's like If you want my life Buy these products And then you will will be me So If you're trying to sell yourself And sell your trust And sell you as a person And as a brand However the you That you're putting out there Isn't even actually you You Yeah That's the thing I mean like people Actually the comments are quite sound on it I remember people being like Oh my god Why does she do this to herself She looks so much better natural She's stunning So it's not like people are like ha 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 and this is where like there was a couple of bloggers put up and this is where they went wrong as well so many of them then doubled down and started saying that they were being bullied and yeah. it's just like again it's the missing sweeping. the it's mark like, it's like sweeping
1: under the rug yeah. and trying to cover cover it's like it's fascinating to see and it's uh, liars are like this. Mm. compulsive liars are always like this that their go to is just to not accept or take on is to defend, mm-hmm. is to try and shift the blame. Like they mm-hmm. couldn't just be honest and say, like now finally when like so they first did this whole like we are being bullied and all of them scarlet for them like I actually no it was second really and embarrassing is
2: mortifying the one they were where basically I, they like, know what one killed me the most what oh, it actually makes me it's like you think we're influential now wait till you see our <laughs> influence and we're banded together I was like. Ah! Oh like, no. but also what made me go LO fucking L so now you're threatening to bully your audience. And you know what's so <laughs> Idiot. Like, are you, Do you know what's serious? Also so great? The threat. We are so powerful to get at your like
1: seeing the mean girls in school. Like something mortifying happened. Yeah. It's like literally when Regina George was freaking eating totally that, the ch- chubby nut. Yeah. Was <laughs> it chubby nut? Isn't that what Plum it's called nut. plumpy
2: nut? Plumpy nut. Chubby yeah. nut. Uh-huh. Chubby oh, right. I always wanted to eat that plumpy nut stuff on the ads. I was like, that looks fucking stunning. Do you think? Oh, it looks all like peanut butter. Like, oh, yeah, like they always had it in the sachet. I was like, give me some. I want. I want. Buy me that, mom. <laughs> um.
1: But yeah, like it was like that because I think it was so hilarious as a viewer of this. Like that, was seeing that they thought that they could, what, pop up a few Insta stories being like, we will come together, we're starting an anti-bullying campaign. One <laughs> blogger, for example, went on her Snapchat and said, I want to be the voice of the boy who is in the closet. The young boy who can't come out. Okay, how are you going to do that? Throw a few seagulls on a pick-on? Like, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. that. But it shows how deluded they have gotten. Yeah. And how they literally think that they can just spit something out like that like and they've now since retracted that they're mm-hmm. actually
2: not going to do that anti-bullying well complaint. now it wasn't apparently about the Instagram page and it was about bullying in general I don't know yeah, no, but I, mean, I don't want to go again I think it's straight up the, denial the, and it's the just thing that it is mortifying and like I think that what I want to concentrate on is more like I remember Claire saying it on her Snapchat which I think is important it's like concentrating on the issue rather than the people like you can look up the people you can see what they've done Just make up your own mind, okay? But like, the issue at hand is that, like, influencing in Ireland, the kind of mainstream influencers have been called out for lying. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this isn't just like, you know, one thing that I was thinking of, I was like, okay, I think we should differentiate, you know, we did our episode on Hedy Douglas and this kind of public shaming thing that we're against. And I want to differentiate the two quickly because the difference between how we're against someone like Hetty Douglas or like that woman, what was, uh, Sachi? What was the woman who got, did the tweet before she went on the plane? Whatever her name was. Um, she... Uh, being called out for one remark that you made and being hounded and being like lambasted online is very different from like consistent lies throughout the years and consistent deception that people can prove and then being criticized for it. Like they're two very different things mm-hmm. because, you know, one person fucking up like we all do. We all fuck up. And I don't agree with even if it's an influencer is three million who like makes a fucking bad remark. I don't think they should be like dragged through the dirt and their YouTube channels should be taken off and they should never work again. Yeah, unless I don't think they do something absolutely I mean, unless they like murdered somebody, you know. Or I mean? like that
1: Rogan, whatever his name was.
2: Logan Paul. Well, yeah. like, I mean, I think he fucked up, but I, don't, I still don't think like YouTube should remove his channel. It's like. You, you know, you have to have a church and state separation here. Like, YouTube is an open platform. Like, they can't be, like, slapping on wrist. I mean, put a strike on his channel, because he, you know, went against the community guidelines, but I don't think, like, he should never work again. It's like, yeah. he didn't break the yeah. law, okay? Like, if you break the law, maybe then. He didn't break the law. He was a d- douchebag and did something completely insensitive and was dragged accordingly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's had big repercussions. However you know the influencer at the moment the influencer it's more like the influencer seen is being kind of exposed and influencers they have a choice now you can either come on and be fucking honest about it and be like look yes i bought this fucking piece of shit off alibaba i saw other influencers doing it i actually thought you'd like it and i probably did get a bit greedy with the price and mark it up too high People would have so much respect for that, do you think? I'm I'm unsure. No, if someone is completely honest about it, I mean, I'd say they're sorry. It is too late, but it's better than what they're doing now, which is like, you're bullying me. No, I get that, but now since that, they have attempted a
1: few of them being like, I'm going to show you how I Photoshop my skin, I'm going to show you how I do this. Yeah, but they're not trying to invite invite us into their world of um, honesty. Of I, I, mean? like, I agree,
2: but I also, like, think you always have to give... Not give them benefit of the doubt, but, like, you can tell... Use your moral compass yourself, right? You can tell when someone's being real. If someone was being called out for photoshopping themselves to look different than when they were, if someone came on and was really honest about it and was like, look, I'm extremely insecure, and I... get I, that, but
1: I, ju- I just think in regards to, like, buying a product... If well, i was just use on, that as an example. No, I know, I'm
2: just saying, like...
1: But, like, at the end of the day, influencers... Um, A lot of them are Actually quite good At manipulating people So I will not put it past them To to think that they will Figure out a way To kind of Manipulate the public again
2: Yeah I mean The thing with the the Alibaba product It's more just like I'm not saying that I would like Completely forgive them And be like That's fine If they came on and said Like look I regret it And I can see now That that was like Morally wrong Like I I respect that way more Than someone coming on Being like no I fucking made it Like Stop stomping your feet And throwing your toys Out of the pram like, like the You were caught The sheets pulled off We can see you Yeah Nude So you either like Get in this SES pose yeah. Or you like <laughs> yeah. I it was actually I said to you on the phone The other day It's like the emperor Has no clothes mm. It's like that kind of thing Where it's like Everyone for a really long time Was like <laughs> You're great You're great You're great oh my god, you're, so, you're so very rich, You're so very And then after a while It's like everyone now Can see your fucking butt ass Naked Yeah And you're walking around Like you're still in a Fake Versace gown I know You're not Like you're, you're caught rapid I know And you've got a fork in the road This road or that road Be fucking real And not this whole like Oh my god I forgot my makeup Like Just actually be yourself but I just Some of them maybe can't I don't know I'm not sure I mean it, Like to be honest
1: I think it must be an inc- Like it, it's not gonna Happen Maybe it will happen Maybe they will be able To like get in line With how Influencing and stuff Is going Like for mm. example Claire and I we're, our, our engagement Is up AF Our engagement Is up AF yeah. As a podcast Like this is where This is kind of I think what's Fucked them up a bit Because like I've noticed a lot of bloggers um, Irish influencers Trying to jump on the real shit now Because that's what's Attracting yeah. Followers And mm. a loyal following And But I think it will definitely Take a long time for them To unravel what they've learned And mm. what they've taught themselves It's just like anything Like their go-to reaction Is to Like even if they do Put up a opaque makeup selfie They will still make sure to Look a certain type of way You know the kind yeah. of way Yeah And like, I mean I think And that's understandable Because like mm. I'm sure they are living in really insecure lives. Like a lot, they're under a
2: limelight, you know the way. And I I do, I can trying to maintain a false life. Like that's so stressful. It's almost impossible. I don't know how anyone could do it. And like, but I, I do think what will happen in this, no matter who brings himself around, who does this, whatever. I do think, I don't think influencer marketing is ever going to die. Okay, maybe not ever, should I say? But this is not the end of the influencer. Okay. No. However, what I would hope. It is is that the cream can fucking rise to the top now, like I hope that fucking honest people who have the trust, even if it is a, 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 like you know when we were asking for most engaging or most trustworthy, like we got a few votes for like one off people you know, and like clearly people trust them, these are like random makeup yeah people you know i'm not talking about everyone has to be fucking you know snapchatting they're shaving their vag you know like that's if that's not your thing it's not your thing, but there's a way to be real about makeup or vlogging. as well a
1: lot of people have um like from my snapchat. I was asking about skin, and they were like, I actually was turned on to this skincare, skincare brand via an influencer, and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, 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 So, yeah. Uh, like, there's lots of brands that I've also been turned on to by um, influencers. Yeah, totally. It's the fact that they, the greed took over the the worth of their own channels. Yeah. And, like, they honestly just have them, themselves to blame. And also, I think it was a case of, like,
2: yeah, it was just greed. Yeah, I. Th- and it's just... I mean I do think I think like One thing we can hope for now Is just that That the people who Have the public's trust Are now I'm sure the people Who have 150k They're not going to lose All their following overnight But You know I do think And just to go back To Sarah's point I'm not saying like If you don't like them Follow them Because I still think You're right to Like you guys out there Are right to point out The hypocrisy in an industry You're more than Fucking allowed to do that Mm -hmm. However Long run (laughs) what you have to do and I know this is so annoying and I get annoyed when I hear people say it too but like it is real like you have to stop following and engaging with them because mm-hmm. that is their power and the power is given to them by you and I think brands at the moment from working with brands I, like, I work on the opposite side the fence or whatever as like you know doing influencer engagement like what you look at is a following first because that's just the number that's out there you look at their content And then you look at their engagement. And, you know, I've worked with people who have 2,000 followers but have through-the-roof content. You know, you need two of the three. Mm -hmm. You either have to have engagement, great content, following, good engagement, or the other. You know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of a little pyramid, and you have to have two of them. Okay. So, like, you know, if you think... If there is someone out there who really does enrage you, you can, by all means, point out hypocrisy even if you don't follow them, blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying it's going to solve it, but long-term not engaging with these people will make it fall through because... And even
1: for you. Like, if you
2: unfollow... Like, I haven't followed them and,
1: like, they were irritating me since I'm following them. Like... I feel great Like yeah. I, I have become more myself Like and I was getting Loads of snapchatters Writing to me Being like I unfollowed them Six months ago And I actually It really helped my mental health Yeah and I was saying for ages My friends were like Just unfollow them And look and you can I always Re-follow did, if you yeah, want to Yeah <laughs> and again, like, again I don't follow any of them I still hear all the drama Yeah 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 I've been blocked by half of them I still fucking hear it, yeah. it. Like I mean <laughs> So they can block away But like Yeah it is Even in, even engaging in the drama
2: um, That is engagement Do you know the way Well like I mean Even if you look at Say someone like Logan Paul Okay Who Mm. definitely isn't Buying YouTube subscribers Okay He's like 15 million Like uh, One YouTuber who I love For news is Philip DeFranco And he was like This has not hurt him Like people who were like This is the end Of Logan Paul It's like He gained something like 400,000 subscribers Over the week That that will happen Because people Mm. are addicted To the drama So that's people Engaging in the drama
1: and I'm sure the influencers that have all this drama has been going up. Of course, there people like, are following. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. Because everyone wants to get in. Like people, Irish people love being in the know. Yeah, they love knowing what's going on, mm. Here to the ground kind of shit. But um, we want to talk about our outsider moment.
2: Hell to the and yeah. This
1: is basically our outsider moment. Yeah. We are proud of you for being outsiders and standing up and being like, I know that these people can seem really powerful with their number Mm -hmm. but like you're coming up against them you with your 100 followers like it doesn't mean shit yeah and the power
2: is yeah. in the people's hands And you are showing it that So I think You mm. know Notice that this is a moment For the outsider This is not a moment For the influencer Yeah You guys Like even if you follow Our podcast Even if you don't Like you are outsiders In the sense that like You're going against the grain Which is exactly what Outsider is all about yeah, as, a, as a outsider outsider
1: Is basically Yeah it's about just being yourself Not like Going against, Trying to align with like What's cool or whatever Yeah We have this new hashtag Made by Jenny
2: What is it honey It's Outsiders, not influencers yeah. With a Z on both ends yeah.
1: And like, that's what like, it is Do you so. want to be in the clique? Or do you want to be out free Being able to do whatever yeah. the F you want And being your own self Not having to like Maintain a perfect life Or a perfect totally. look Just being you Outsiders Doing what the F you like Looking
2: glam one day Looking shit the next day Drinking an outsider But drinking responsibly. Yeah, responsibly So thanks Outsider For sponsoring that little segment uh, We love you guys you know, <laughs> It is
1: exciting to feel like a buzz in the air it's exciting
2: to see like the public's
1: power as well like I love this shit what
2: I loved about it is that like little things have happened like this before there's been a few Instagram pages going around like yeah but nothing has caught wind like this like every day I was like adult I don't know and something else comes out oh I know I
1: was talking about it all week and like I thought people are going to be like oh shut up people we're still let shit up. and it's like you know like every day they've done something it was literally like watching someone slow-mo tumble Mm. and fall on their arse and it's like
2: I don't know, and they It's just like, <laughs> it's just one of those weird things where I'm, I don't know. I do find it perplexing that someone, can, who, someone who works in this industry can be so tone deaf. Because that's what they're being. They're being yeah. tone deaf. <laughs> Sorry. They're, like, they're not reading their audience correctly. So now, what we want to kind of go into is as I was saying, we kind of want to break this shit down. I have worked for, I guess, four years or so in influencer engagement. I'm a social media manager. I've worked for luxury brands. I've worked for agencies. So I've worked for like a huge different type of agent of uh, companies. Okay. Like very, like from makeup to fashion to healthcare to cars. Like
1: basically, what this episode is like, we want to have a voice piece for like a go to place so you can know the ins and outs Mm. because I think the public seem to be really confused about. What's paid being paid for? What's like, how am I being influenced? What's going on? Yeah. I want to know the background so I can be aware of, like, yeah, what and like I'm you know, this is
2: like I'm being influenced. Exactly, this is like public information. I think it's what everyone should fucking know. Like, you probably all have a good enough idea how a company makes an ad. Like, they film for a day, they put it on TV, right? Yeah. But I think this you know is the where model's being paid. Yeah, you know the models being paid. You know, you know all that shit. So I want to kind of break it down for you guys of how. In my experience, influencer marketing has worked and how a brand goes about it, how Lindsay can also and we can also give, we're going to be quite transparent with any kind of engagement that we have done with a brand, which is basically, we've had three sponsors, love them all, and we can talk about how that came about and all the different instances. So you can actually have a bit of an insight into the background of it because this is what's missing. You know, one of our favorite influencers, Samantha post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today did a video on this she's Canadian Three S's or four S's or something yeah. uh, battle lash beauty, battle but, lash beauty. Yeah. so that's a good one but it's very much focused on like huge high engagement American influencers yeah. as you said who are going to bore. she Bora. basically
1: did a bare all video yeah. being like this is what happens when I get sent a mascara and if I'm being paid for it and this is what they will tell me what to do exactly. so you are aware that's what I think people want to know what the fuck is going on yeah. behind the Instagram page? Totally. So, so the first kind of instance, what is it, Liz? Okay, so when you're on Instagram and you see Spons, hashtag, ad, SP, yeah. hashtag, all that shit. And there's
2: a different kind of ways you can see this. So Instagram have recently brought in a new kind of thing where, you know where like if you tag a location, if you say like, I'm in Mile Hyde and it comes under your username. Okay. The newest one now is underneath the person's username, it's say like Mermaid Jade, it'll say paid partnership with brand. So So Instagram have brought this in. So now influencers can get away with saying without saying hashtag ad in the copy, so in their caption. And now it can be there. So also keep an eye out there. Okay. But there's three different ways. There's at the end of a caption, there'll be hashtag ad, hashtag SP, hashtag spawn, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So the ASII, which is like the kind of, Advertising Standards of Ireland They brought this in a couple of years ago Because obviously it was going out of control And people were getting making a load of money and not telling anyone Okay, um, And they basically What they say is if there has been Either money passed through hands Or if there has been Say a gift given With uh, Expectation of a review Or an expectation of um, A good review or to say Lindsay's t-shirt is green and my favorite color is green okay if there's an expectation by the brand for the influencer they have to say it up front that this was a paid partnership and if they don't they break breaking the law like mm-hmm. they're breaking the law they can't they have to say it they have to say it and it can't be like hidden in another hashtag at the end of the it has to be very
1: for the person to see it really Here's does have to be. for example on insta stories i've noticed if they're wearing a white top, they will put hashtag ad in white over the top. Yeah. So like you're barely seeing Which,
2: it. Which annoyingly there are loopholes. Yeah, there are loopholes. They can do that because they're like technically they did say hashtag ad, and this is where you have to as a as a viewer have to use engage brain. Okay, like you have to also you know, unfortunately people aren't always really honest and it's unfortunate but you also have to be kind of like, keep a sceptical eye about it I think that's really important in life in general so how this would go about, say from a brand because this is what Samantha did which I thought was really interesting how this Mm. happens, okay Yeah. one part would be Say I'm a hairbrush manufacturer and I want to do an influencer engagement and I've got a big budget and I can pay a load of people. I get three influencers who I think maybe fit the brand. Some brands don't give a fuck. Some brands have no integrity. They'll send it to everyone, okay? Mm-hmm. I send it to them and I go, okay, I want you, Lindsay, to review my hairbrush, say that it like doesn't damage your hair, that you love the color pink and you know it's made from this type of plastic and I'm going to pay you uh, and I want it to be paid. And then what happens is, is the brand gives you the brief of what will happen, and the influencer decides the price. So you're the one who's like, I want this is how much I pay for a, uh, an Instagram post. Yeah. And that's completely varied. Like I've heard people be like, I heard they all get paid ten grand. The the person makes it up themselves, or their agent does. And I'm
1: sure a lot of the times, even within the like influencer community, they kind of keep that. Close to their chest to a certain
2: I think some do, I think some don't. Like, I I know of people who talk about it to each other, but it's all based on following. Like, someone with 10k can't charge the same amount as someone who has a million. And obviously,
1: like, once they get an agency.
2: Yeah, the agency who does all the bargaining for them, which is handy. Yeah, really handy. Because
1: I'd, I'd say it is difficult, like, you know if you're starting off or you're just having to email big but we have had to do it you know yeah, that way like, like i mean i remember i was on the phone to outsider for doing a sponsored post on my instagram and i just was like how much of the other influence is getting i don't know how to do this. yeah yeah and she just gave me the ballpoint figure and i was like grand yeah like i'm shy of that stuff anyway yeah. but like obviously if i like that was my one sponsored post I've ever, ever, yeah. So like, but if you were doing it on the regular, you would definitely get yeah. more ballsy. You would get more. And if you it.
2: had an agent, so you can go on, like, say, a big agent is Andrea Roach. If you go on her website, it's public information. You can see who's on her books. Okay, you can see all the influencers yeah. who are signed up with her. And what happens if you've got an, an agency? They basically can, you know, they will decide how much all the influencers are getting and what their standard rate is, and they get a cut. Okay, so that's one way it can happen. Another way it can happen is I own the same hairbrush company, but I don't really. Have much money? Like I don't have enough money. I can't be paying someone a 350 euro for an Instagram post. So what I can do is I go okay. I have a little product. I'll post it out to like a hundred influencers and hope they use it and hope they enjoy it without any like note saying like you have to do X, Y, and Z.
1: Yeah, because some of them, for example some posts i remember seeing hilarious one a couple of weeks ago they all went to some cinema and every single influencer had basically the same caption it was like wow i love the reclining chairs yeah
2: exactly so the thing is is like if i send you my hairbrush and i have no expectations i'm just kind of doing it on a bit of like hope that hope that you use the product you like it and you talk about it in an honest way that's not an ad
1: yeah Obviously they're being gifted something They're being
2: gifted It's gratis As they call it yeah. But it's that's where people I've, I've found that a lot When I've been looking on Reddit People kind of Are getting confused And this is where The mistrust has gone People don't trust them anymore People don't trust That when they don't Hashtag ad That it's an actual genuine uh, being like I actually use this hairbrush and it's fucking deadly you know yeah
1: so oh they're, they're not sure
2: yeah, exactly they've, they've, they've lost the trust they're like actually I because bet they she haven't was because
1: some of them don't use the ad when it hashtag ad when it when is an it ad,
2: is an so ad then, and yeah. or like everything they do is an ad and so then the one time that they don't do an ad they're like she forgot to use hashtag yeah. ad
1: or it's, well it is difficult to differentiate yeah
2: it is and it, the onus is on the people it's not on the audience the onus is on the influencers you know yeah. that way like they, they are doing wrong if they do it it's not up to you to decide what's an ad and what's not like you don't watch TV and all the ads are mixed into randomly an episode of feckin' Friends like yeah.
1: you know what I mean? Yeah like you're not watching Friends and they're like oh my god I love this coffee yeah
2: wow. It's which did happen in the 90s though a product placement which is lols but that's another conversation. I remember another conversation. with Sex
1: and City that they never would do that in the show but then when it came to the movies there yeah. were actual products it
2: was fucking weird it. was weird as to fuck see it. yeah like so that's one but so then on the other side of that if i have my obviously if i have my hairbrush and i send it to a lot of influencers and i'm and th- there is a explicit expectation they still even if they're not getting paid but there's someone is saying like i'm going to send you it's usually a big kind of like if someone is giving them a car or something you know that way like okay. like they're a brand ambassador they're getting something for free but they're not getting paid to do it but they're getting a pr- fucking cool gift you know like a fucking playstation or something sometimes there will be An expectation on the brand that will all be sorted, yeah, and that will all be sorted before they get it. You know, that way it's like they they'll be like, okay, we want you to talk about this camera. You want you to say this, this, that when you get it, blah, blah, blah. It'll all be sorted. You know, they're not just getting the camera. They would
1: obviously have selling points of the camera, basically. Like, you know, it's really light. It's so handy. It fits in your pocket. It takes like this many HD. It's Mm -hmm. really good for selfies. So then they would say, This is the selling point. Exactly. We're going to give you this, and this is what you have to talk yeah. about to
2: your followers. And they will, sometimes people might, sometimes people do get paid as well as get things. Some people, it's so variable and that's what's kind of hard to get your head around it like some people will charge like even like with those big trips that the American bloggers go on some people charge to go on the trip and they get the trip for free whereas some people just take the trip it's Mm. it's so one on one you know and it just depends on what your rates are and that's where it becomes extremely confusing I think for the majority of people so that's kind of a breakdown of sponsored and hashtag ad I would always encourage you to look out for it and when you see it something a bit of mistruth that I do see out there and I can understand why people think this people say like if you take this and you have hashtag ad and you're gonna say that it's gonna make you know my life better that's wrong and it's like there are plenty of influencers out there who are using really good products who have used the brand before who then get an opportunity to work with a brand and use hashtag ad and it can it can still be genuine. You just have to then use your own head and be like okay is this a product that I'm seeing out of nowhere and then she never uses it again. Or is, has she mm. always used Revlon hair care that's, And then she does a sponsor post And you're like oh okay That's what I find a bit
1: difficult as a viewer mm. um, Because sometimes I'll get turned on to a blogger That is so big So I don't like I don't know the history of her Like totally. product use or whatever Like for example I have been drinking cider Since the day I was born I'm Yeah joking. But like I've always been drinking cider on my Snapchat And stuff like that And then it just happened that it was a natural progression that, Yeah, when you know, Outsider approached I attracted us. Outsider, yeah Because, like, it was just a match made in heaven, And that's the same with some, like, makeup um, fashion, beauty bloggers mm-hmm. Like, that happened with Samantha Like, she loved Nick's products And yeah. then it was just, like, a marriage That, like, the brand and the influencer mm. came together But what I find difficult um, As a viewer Is to... I don't know I guess like Because there's so many Different products That they're pushing It's hard to know Like if Totally Like some bloggers Are great Like again Samantha She uses the same I make a primer Every video mm-hmm.
2: So if he, she doesn't like, Add for that primer Then you can know It's pretty yeah. genuine But that's what I mean Is like you have to kind of And it's annoying I get it It's like annoying that And like This is where Irish blogging I think has gone down It seemed a little bit Like grabby Like They'll do a fuck... It just seems to me like they'll never say no. It seemed a lot of it. (laughs) It just seems like they'd never say no to an offer. And, like, we were talking about last night. I saw a quote, and it was, like, talking about, like, you'll know a successful person by how much they say no. A successful person probably says no to 80% of their offers because they're too busy, it doesn't fit, or or because they've got so many other options, they don't have to do the shitty ones. Like, I've said no
1: to stuff that definitely... Like, I don't have many options. And Mm. I've said no to stuff because it just doesn't
2: feel genuine. Yeah, like, so if
1: I've been contacted, and I have been by email, I get contacted by certain, even just events that I'm like,
2: that's not Same with not even me. it girls. We get invited yeah. to stuff
1: we get, you know, that we're just like that... That's not us. And actually, I, I think it's as a business, and if you want to kind of be an influencer or have a podcast or mm-hmm. whatever you want to do, you do, even from the get-go, before you get the following, treat yourself as business. That would be my bit mm-hmm. of advice to a certain extent. But as in, like, you know, we as it goes, we have a brand. We're like, if it it would be against our brand if we were to start, like, you know, every other day talking about a new product that we were getting. Sent. Yeah. And then I think your engagement levels go down, your following go down, the trust just go- falls off. Yeah. So, it's so you like... have to protect. Once you protect your brand, then I think it's all good. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. the way?
2: So like, I mean, this is where Irish blogging for me has just lost its integrity. That like, I just see. You know, one minute they're promoting this coffee, the next week it's the next coffee, and it's just like, you know, fair enough, you need the money, but like, like, can you not just say no to something? Like, it just it gets really fucking old as the consumer I mean, like, to look I have at it. I've seen
1: influencers in Ireland literally, and it's actually mortifying to even say that they've done this. Like, they'll have a fucking pint of Avonmore in their hand, they'll have Purcell in their hand that they've been sent, and they're saying how their clothes smell amazing.
2: I, uh, like that's just I can't
1: Yeah it's like, like They're
2: not even This, It's like It's not even just in, like, Makeup or this It's like They're literally yeah. Promoting boogies. Yeah. Like Can yeah, there be Anything left sacred yeah. Yeah, you know, ham, they, yeah Anything
1: That gets fucked Into their post box. They have up Because mm-hmm. I think They just got it Into their head That like You know I want to be known As the person Who puts everything up Because mm-hmm. then I'll get more shit I'll get more shit I'll get more shit
2: Totally And like the thing is As well You also have to realise Why someone might shout About something That they're not being paid for um, Would be because The brand has a lot of integrity Like you know There's a difference between Say like You know Moe, mouette Chandon Fucking Champagne And little Prosecco They're probably Going to talk about The luxury brand Because if they Are then Being shown To be sent Something really luxury Other luxury brands Will then send them The luxury shit Like Mm. there is You know There is a reason Why sometimes They might talk About something Because it's good Brand positioning Basically By being like This brand likes me Yeah. so therefore all all their brands will like me too Mm -hmm. you know so it's like there are reasons why they might talk about something or you know get these PR sounds and like I think that's people are getting really frustrated with the PR sounds and I was kind of talking to someone on Reddit about it like they're just like it's just so overkill like everyone's getting these sounds and I was just kind of like the thing is is that like if you're a brand and you don't do it your competitor is doing it so it's this kind of horrible double edged sword do you know what I mean Mm. so like that's kind of why we're getting onto now is gratis okay so getting free shit like Uh being sent free stuff so So, sorry sorry (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. you go for you go honey
1: Um, so as a viewer because this is the point of this podcast uh, this episode that I'm I'm a viewer and you are the knowledge kind of thing. And I know have certain amount of
2: knowledge, but I yeah. want to ask the questions. Well, I more just know ask. the behind the scenes. Like I know how a brand thinks about it. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I want to know I have certain questions like y'all have certain questions. So, when what's what's the lowdown with like PR packages and mm-hmm. cuz like obviously when there's a PR drop You're going on to Snapchat, you're going on to Insta, and you're seeing the thing blast like it's fucking littered throughout every story.
2: Yeah, so the thing is, in Ireland, it's a really weird kind of climate because in a lot of other countries, first of all, you've got way more people, okay? this is In other countries. Yeah, in other countries, you've got way more people, so therefore, there's way more bloggers, okay? We don't have that many here. It's a very niche market. So, you know, whereas in England, you might have 300 bloggers who just do beauty, and beauty is... Pretty much all they touch off, maybe a bit of something else, but it's mostly beauty. A beauty company can just target beauty influencers. However, in Ireland, what I noticed is that at some point there was kind of a... It was when blogging kind of became more open. Blogging used to be kind of only beauty. I remember beauty and fashion. And then all of a sudden it was like fitness, wellness, lifestyle, travel, like all these other things started to come Mm -hmm. in. And where in most countries there was kind of more segregation of who's doing what, in Ireland... All the bloggers do all of the things. So all of the brands send to all of the bloggers. So like you might follow a fitness blogger, a fucking cook, a cafe owner and a beauty blogger. And they're all reviewing That's the same so thing. Yeah, it's people who
1: the products don't even match to. Like, and yeah. I, actually, for, I have a equal bit of insight from working in the beauty industry myself, doing mm-hmm. nail nails. I would hear, like, I would do some... Influencers' nails, or whatever, or I wouldn't even do them. Hear, I'd be here, yeah. Someone, <laughs> I'd be eavesdropping, but basically, um, like you know, if they like, we all know that there's the clique, they can all they're all friendly, run in the same circle. So, if like a beauty blogger becomes friends with a travel vlogger, mm, they bring I, their friends, like the, notice that they're kind of like. They're seeing what shit she's getting. True, you know. So yeah. if, if a beauty blogger is friends with a travel blog, and they're like, "Hold on, she went to go t- to Munich on this like amazing trip for free and got like this hotel." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna maybe be weaving my shit into travel vlogging. Yeah, you know, and exactly, so it's exactly. Kind of, again,
2: it kind of goes to the greed and the like loyalty. Like, <sighs> it's not even greed. It's more just like oversaturation. It's like the thing is, I I only like just continue. I like just from a brand perspective why someone why a brand would do this especially in Ireland the entire point of a brand doing influencer engagement is to get like share of voice okay it's to get as many people talking about your product as possible now in Ireland where you only maybe have five beauty influencers who only do beauty but you've got a a big budget you say you've got a hundred units of mascara to send out you're probably just going to send it out if you've got a hundred that was given to you by the company you're going to go okay I'm going to set it out to 100, maybe 50 of them are beauty, but I'm actually going to go into other little pockets now because then I've got, I can kind of leverage their audience. So a fitness YouTuber will have people following them who are into the gym. Now, whereas before you were only talking to people who like makeup, now you've got more customers Mm -hmm. who like fitness and maybe 20% of them will like mascara so then you've got new customers instead of hitting the same customers yeah. over and over and over and over and over yeah
1: because obviously like you know there would be similar followings between like beauty bloggers Yeah, is what
2: you're saying yeah they, they share the, an audience you know, yeah. especially in Ireland in a smaller country they compl- and they, but the thing is in Ireland it's just it's complicated so like with sending stuff I mean I've only worked like this isn't like tootie, toot, toot me on horn but I've only worked for quite like worldwide companies. (laughs) 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 Two. No, but like (laughs) I've only worked for companies who are like global companies. Okay. So like they're not like, you know, a pharmacy in Rathgar. Okay. (laughs) Like these are companies that have like a strategy everyone across the world is in line with the strategy. You get given an amount of product, you've got a bigger budget. The thing is, in Ireland, it's like everyone kind of hopped on board. So I can't really speak for, like, the smaller brands who were just sending out shit willy-nilly and spend, spending a few euro on a sponsored post by some blogger. But, like, how it happens is, is usually you have an allocated amount of product that you can give out. It used to only – this always happened, by the way. It always happened. It used to just be to magazines. And yeah. you would send the magazine shit. Hopefully, they write about it that was what it was and then it became magazines and influencers and now to be honest it's mostly influencers who get it because they actually they snapchat it they put it on their Instagram all the rest so that's why they do it it's like to get that kind of the buzz out there and you're given a certain amount you send it out to as many as you can and you hope for people to talk about it some brands have more integrity than others some brands will you know choose I think that I chose quite wisely where I could who to send it to I was not mad into sending it to people who I just thought were a flash in the pan or who just weren't a brand fit. But some brands don't give a fuck. Some brands will send it take to any... Kind of yeah, they'll, take, they'll send it to every Tom, Dick and Harry. Mm. And they don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter if they like it or if they don't.
1: Okay, so let's think. Another thing that we are so used to seeing um, is events. Mm. And this is a big selling point. Like, someone wrote to me on Snapchat about... Um, just about the PR stuff And it is clever Like especially in Such a small market Like Ireland Like if they're pushing Out their brands To everyone um, It's making that brand Look like the hot Thing to have Totally So obviously They've been given it But like the viewer Is thinking like She has it She has it I want it, it, it It's yeah. like FOMO Fear yeah, not missing A fucking totally, product Totally Like so So that's kind of It is I mean it's media It's mm. big brands Like they know How to manipulate people mm-hmm. And like I've said before, like the influencers are just a vessel to totally brands to work through. Totally. But um, another thing that is like, you know, that uh, the lives that they're selling and stuff that looks so looks delish is all these amazing events that they go mm. to, free drink they get, taken goodie away. bag, goodie bags, like in amazing hotels, staying over, mm. and I think people aren't aware like what is the tea with that. Mm. So I um. My friend got uh, gifted tickets. She, like, won tickets on a radio to go to um, a premiere. And she saw lots of influencers there. And she was shocked because, basically, she went there. She got to go in the red carpet with them all and, like, it was fab. Great time she had. But she saw a lot of influencers literally turning up, getting their photo and going. And she was, like asking me she was like are they paid what's the situation do they get paid to go to events because obviously if they're going to a certain event like they are it's just a different way for a brand to
2: promote so this is another thing i mean the by and large all of it's down to the person I'm sure some... And it's down to the brand, too. So, like, if you have a fucking amazing event, say I'm holding an event for a brand, it's like, you're going to get flown over to London, you're going to get to stay in, you know, an amazing hotel, you go to the event, you get your hair and makeup and everything done, then you go home. Like, it depends on the offering, right? So if the offering is incredible, like a trip to Bora Bora, most influencers aren't also going to push it and charge, because they're like, yeah, I'm getting a free chance, trip to Bora Bora. You wouldn't, to be honest. But, you know, if they're being... You know, like, I'm sure everyone remembers kind of like the old school Irish modeling thing and like socialites and they turn up to Crystal and they might get an appearance fee, or Lindsay Lohan gets an appearance fee. To be honest, of something like a cinema trip, they're not getting paid.
1: So, why would they have gone for two minutes? It's because they don't, to get, to they get don't. their brand out there.
2: Yeah, they don't give a fuck like they want to be seen to be there. They, the thing is with influencers that I've noticed from working with them for so long behind the scenes is that they all there's a status thing, like, we all went to the X cinema And we all turned up And I was invited You were invited If you don't turn up It looks like you weren't invited And therefore your Your clout's lower Like they're oh, like okay. Oh she wasn't invited To the blah 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 So it would
1: be rare That they were paid for Like a Dublin event <laughs> Very
2: means. rare Very very fucking rare If anyone asked me For a fee To come to one of my events When I worked for uh, Said beauty company I would have laughed Okay There is absolutely No way in hell I would pay for them And You also have to think Like like, okay, first of all, they have to say if they're being paid. That's another thing. If they don't do it, say they're they're lying. Like, if they put up a photo of them at fucking, you know, the 3D cinema and they were paid to go there, that's still a sponsored post because they're paid. If they turn up, get their photo and go home... That seems like a paid one. The cinema one. I doubt it. Honestly, I doubt it. I mean, it. who's that desk to go to the fucking cinema? It's a nice day out. Like, it's not that... It's like, this is their job. Like, what... The, the whole thing with influencers but I mean when
1: it's so like I mean it's desperate as in like you are kind of willing to like like I said for example that cinema one like they were all clearly like it's probably
2: another event on I'd say that's what it was There wasn't I watched it it was just
1: the cinema it was the opening of a new fucking screen mm-hmm. that had reclining seats yeah and every single influencer who went put in the reclining seats and I don't believe that they would have what is it 20 euro to go to the cinema I don't... Like, why would they... I just don't...
2: I'm just saying, I think it would be... I mean, I would laugh at the company if they paid... I mean, do you know how much these, some of these people could charge for an event? You think they're going to spend 50 grand on getting a load of influencers in there? They're not. No, I
1: think an influencer would go to the cinema for 50 euro. No, they won't. Appearance the fees?
2: No. Appearance fees, if they do charge... So you're saying period.
1: that they went for a free cinema and that they just put the caption up about the reclining seats?
2: Probably, yeah. Just willy-nilly. Yeah, because what it is, Lindsay, is that it's all I know but like the gratis goes both ways right so the brand invite you to the event in Mm -hmm. hopes that you promote the product the influencer works with the brand in hopes that in the future they get a paid content that's it's a back scratching you scratch my back I'll scratch yours so if, if you know a makeup company invites me to their event I'm going to turn up because I'm like well if I turn up make friends with the pe- the PR people do a really good job for them hopefully in the future if they're doing actual shit, they'll contact me because they're not going to contact cinema though like that's Lindsay random. I'm not saying no, I'm, it's, just, I'm, like, not I'm,
1: like, I'm just saying this is my knowledge from the industry and bitch I'm not saying anything about you I'm just saying I can't believe they would fucking do that I like I, I Believe it but I just am like shocked
2: I mean there's been so many events where like they go to Like out for a free meal and they'll talk About like blah 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 I mean technically they should be Saying like you know I go here for free You have to be there's a difference between transparency And the sponsored post like there is a whole thing with like gratis as well that like you are supposed to say like you know Maybelline sent me this mascara for free you're, especially in America I know that the law is stricter over there and now influencers have to state when they've been sent something for free versus when they bought it themselves they have to say it I don't think it's as strict in Ireland but you are expected to
1: so like they do the opposite in Ireland yeah I was sent this yeah true actually oh, yeah that's true
2: pure is just that it's like getting the feelers out making friends with people you don't know who you're gonna it's socialising you know that way so yeah. like yeah, it's there, networking Yeah, so like I mean, there are like I I I really would put money behind the fact, and maybe I'm wrong, that all the influencers went to this that cinema and talked about the reclining chairs. They were just being sound. I don't I think did, they were I, all. Paid. It
1: makes sense that they it was from an agency. Well, I don't know if it was. If like it
2: was. I, don't quote me on that. I no, don't.
1: it just from my own fucking head. If
2: it and, was, that would make sense.
1: Like obviously we don't know. They probably won't tell us. But like it just makes sense because I've never seen to be that saying for a fucking reclining chair. Now moving on. White labelling is what we want to talk about Now Mm -hmm. you know more about this shit than I Because you were in the beauty end
2: Yeah so like white labelling is basically where, Like a lot of bloggers We talk about it was like their favourite kind of uh, Scandal So a lot of bloggers will bring out products And you know they'll bring you on this journey Where they're telling you they're in the lab Fucking crushing up the terracotta stone for the orange eyeshadow Okay (laughs) and Maybe some of them are Okay, I don't know. I'm not going to be slanderous and <laughs> say that this no, person's this. Have. I'm sure someone, and think, this is what I'm going to get into, okay? But white labeling, what it is, is you buy a product that has no branding. You buy it ready-made. Pre-made. Okay, so yeah. a palette, say for example, I can go to like this a uh, supplier, um, a company who makes white label products. I can go in and I go, I want to launch an eyeshadow palette. They'll show me a catalog of all their eyeshadow palettes. I choose the color, st- like, color story that I want. And then I buy, you can buy them cheap because you buy them at mass quantity. And then you take it away and then you get it labeled and packaged and you get your branding on it and blah, 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 blah. Usually they're buying it for extremely cheap. Influencers don't, in my experience, sell their products cheap, so they're getting a huge markup. Now, markups happen across the industry. Everyone's fucking selling shit for like you know three hundred percent markup. But there's just a bit of when they start going on about them, like fucking I don't know, yeah. digging the, the dirt to Having get
1: the freaking science glasses on, yeah, and, like working with they're like I was now, in a lab. We both love Jeffrey Star. Yeah. Jeffrey Star um, has his own makeup brand, mm-hmm. and he. Like poured all of his money That he made from like music Into the makeup brand Like as in like What I'm trying to get at Is like The likelihood of someone doing Like it's huge money Yeah And his
2: is still Like It's not white label But like he's still Well when he started his He just launched with lipsticks right But he went to a supplier Who makes lipsticks Like you know But it wasn't like a white label thing Because white label is usually like Cheap enough product Cheap enough uh, ingredients because they're mass producing it. Okay. For example, but he now owns a white label company, which is LOL. Okay. He owns a lab that produces and manufactures other uh, makeup lines. So or other influencers. I don't know, but that's what he does. Okay,
1: so the difference is when they like we're saying when they're trying to sell the fact that like. They, hand, like they literally designed one-on-one with the designer yeah. to make these sunglasses or to make robes mm-hmm. or to make, you know, that they literally were in talks
2: with people mm-hmm. who designed to make it seem really luxurious. And, and that there's more work going into it to justify the highest price point. That's yeah. what I think it is. Yeah. So, But there are, I do know that there are some white label companies out there that now have gotten more involved with people who make them like a shit ton of money. Like some brands are white label But they make this The white label company So much cash That they actually are now Becoming part of the process I do know that On very good uh, information How do you mean? Like as in like f- They're not just going in And buying it Like they actually are Helping them develop the product So they are in the lab to an extent there are actual I know of two people out there who actually are doing that who they were their first product might have been just bought off the shelf from this white label company but now the company are kind of working with them it's an Irish based kind of white label company that a lot of bloggers go through and they're actually there's two people that I know of for fact are genuinely like on a much more kind of like genuine level working on the product so like they're not, like, you know, the glasses on, the goggles on, stirring it up. But, you know, they are, they are kind of, like, finessing the product more so. They're not just buying it off the shelf. So there is a bit of kind of, like, movement with it where, like, some people might be genuine. They are. But the majority, if you're buying a white-label product or not, and people are slapping labels on shit, selling it for a huge markup, but telling you, like, you know, me and Lindsay were talking about this last night. And I'm like, it's not that people are pissed off that you're doing a white-label product, because people buy merch Which is just A printed t-shirt They We're know We're also
1: aware That like You know Coco Chanel Is not making My Chanel bag
2: Yeah it's made by L'Oreal You know like, That's all made mm-hmm. By the same company You know So we yeah. And like Or the makeup Should I say You know that way And it's like But like The bags And the That type shit Is handmade
1: Which is mad No I mean like Coco Chanel up Oh
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. But um So With the white label shit I think it's just Another matter of you have to screw your head on a bit it's annoying that the onus comes onto to you
1: it's like reading through the lines with her mm,
2: like but you could also look it up like i'm pretty sure you're able to look up companies online like with their company name and you can see who their supplier is it's, it has to be public it's public information you know so if you really want to look into it you can and there are companies out there that you can look into and you're like oh like they supply makeup like Google it. Google white label supplier Ireland, and I'm sure one of the bigger companies will come up, and you can see who they supply to, and you'll be like, oh. So you can look up. There's an yeah.
1: And it says like we supply to so and so. Yeah,
2: because they want to advertise who the makeup they make. So there are companies out there that you can you know do do your own research. You know that way. Like I mean, look it up. I didn't know you
1: could do that. Yeah,
2: so you yeah. can look it up and you can find what it out. that in English? I don't know.
1: Um, Now we're going to finish up this episode I think we've learned a lot I've learned a fucking shit ton We're going to finish it up by just being raw Open and real With our own experience of like What we get given Mm -hmm. To a certain extent Mm -hmm. Um, So on my own Personal Snapchat I don't get sent A lot of stuff And I actually hate putting up stuff I do get sent So I then therefore, therefore Don't get sent more stuff like I got a few bits every Christmas. I put up like like I'm friendly with a few people that I've met event at events. Mm-hmm. But I just I just don't feel I just can't
2: physically do it. It just
1: feels ingen- ingenuous. Yeah. Like you're just like, I just this isn't me. Yeah. So I just don't put up my free stuff. Um and I rarely get some.
2: Yeah. I don't think we've ever got stuff from Ickels. Uh
1: we got a few hair products. I don't think we put them up though.
2: No, we didn't. But it wasn't even like Sent like it was different, you know that way. We, we, I've never got a. I don't think I've
1: ever got like a PR package. No, never. I've never got anything like that, Um and I probably won't because I don't put it up. So
2: yeah, and like the thing is, is that so we Lindsay and I kind of have always had this kind of unwritten rule. Which, to be honest, if we're going to be completely transparent, over the last week we've kind of made like a solid rule. Yeah, a written rule. A written rule because <laughs> we were like, Do you know what, we were always right thinking this way. Let's fucking solidify it. So. As you guys know, we do ads in our podcast. For me, I think that's a very genuine way for advertising. We've like, if you think of it like a radio show, you know when we're doing our ad. You know that at the start of our uh, podcast, we do, our, we do an outsider ad. We call it an ad. We call it our sponsors. And in the middle of the episode, we do uh, outsider moment, which is sponsored by outsider.
1: And it just so happens that we... Do love cider? Yeah. Look back at our Facebook pics. We've been well. On that there's a
2: brand outfits. with integrity. Okay, they're they're talking to people who love cider. That's yeah. why it fit It exactly. was a brand that fit yeah. us, and it, we fit them. And we're going to talk about their product honestly. We're going to drink it anyway, even if they're, and and so Lindsay, I think this would be a good way for you to kind of talk about the whole like when you put up pictures of people drinking it. because oh, yeah. People might think that that could be paid. See with
1: uh, yeah totally with um we obviously have been working with Bombers for a good few months now, and. I got to learn a lot about alcohol branding, mm-hmm. as you know. For example, cigarette, you can't um, advertise. <laughs> yeah, alcohol branding. There's such tight rules mm-hmm. on alcohol branding. They cannot pay for any like videos. Mm-hmm. So I could. They could never be like here talk about uh, outsider on your Snapchat mm-hmm. or on your Insta story and it else. So and they also because I have loved boomers and outsider for so long. People now actually like, would relate us to the brand. Mm-hmm. So we get sent, like, pictures, people drinking them. Like, people now affiliate us with a fucking drink, which is gas. So me putting up those pictures, um, of course, I don't get paid for those. Yeah. I would be raking it in if I did,
2: but yeah. I don't. And yeah, they, I and don't it's make... also not in our contract. It's not an expectation in our contract no. that Lindsay has to post all these pictures of people holding outsiders. It's something it's
1: not... that organically happened, and I think it's fun. like a meme. Fun. Yeah. And, like, when someone send you sends you pictures, like, I like to put them up because... Yeah
2: people love when they're, and they're like, oh, like I am not have Snapchat like, that's mad and it's a meme at this point you know what I mean so it's yeah. like people are like it's just the thing that people do for you now like if they ever hand it outside or they yeah. send you a picture like, and they
1: like getting up there because then their friends see them Exactly. On my Snapchat and it's like lol there you are drinking a can on Lindsay's Snapchat yeah, that's so hilarious like,
2: Lindsay or I there's no expectation for us to put those pictures up when we do put them up it's just genuine it's not like Outsider have never said to us Like and you know We want minimum 10 pictures a month like, No Not at Outsider all Outsider pay us For the ads In our podcast what We don't get to paid To go to events We don't get paid To go to
1: festivals No None But however should. we did go To Body and Soul I went to was we. Um, we went to Forbidden Fruit, mm-hmm. and we got to go to those events for free. free. Yeah, we get to people, go. those for free, have like tents. They would They're sponsor the, sponsor the event, event, yeah,
2: and we get to go. We got and, to a
1: riot as yeah. well, which is amazing. Yeah, we didn't get paid to go, but like we fucking want to go. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, because it's still like I mean, I'd go be going to the free cinema. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm sorry. Like, yeah,
1: like well, we don't get a lot of stuff, so when I don't do get, get shit,
2: so if someone is gonna, and especially when it's like with the people from Boomers are such sound folkers that like I like hanging well, out. well Boomers just ha-
1: also yeah they are, but also Boomers sponsor. Deadly events like riot, like um, body and soul, forbidden fruit. fruit. so like, like, I would want to go there. Mm. Um, now we do get as it gals, and sometimes personally, I get mostly as it gals, we get asked to Mm events and we say no to the majority of them.
2: Well, I mean, on one hand, it's because like I work a full time job, you're a full time man, you also are a tattoo artist, like. A lot of these events Are catered for people I feel who do this full time Because they're like It's at 2pm and I'm On like, Thursday And I'm like yeah. It's not going to happen Or
1: else like I like I have to Kind of use My babysitting wisely So yeah. I like to I don't want to go to an event For two hours and, Yeah You know Because like The kids will have to stay over At my mom's Or something like that mm. and Then you know And we've if...
2: also been asked We've had emails in the past Of people wanting to do Like Affiliate links with us um, What's that? Like where We'd put We'd have a discount code And we'd get A kickback basically mm. on the commission mm. now I know when dresses.ie sponsored us we had a, uh, a discount code we didn't get any money from that Like yeah and that's also another thing to tie into the influencer mm.
1: thing sometimes when you see use this code for misguided or, or whatever
2: actually another one that we didn't fucking talk about which is I completely forgot the affiliate links when people are like swipe up to get my shorts that's usually an affiliate link. So there's a a tracking in the link that gives them a kickback if you even go on the website. Which, in
1: simpler terms, basically means if you're looking at an Instagram story and it says, swipe up to shop this look, like, that it's an ad. say misguided, are going to be turned on to the fact that this influencer brought in this amount of traffic, totally. So then they will use her more because yeah. she like, and it's literally they're going to be seeing, like, doesn't that in that regard? That's kind of interesting for the brand, yeah, because they can actually see the level of engagement, like, yeah. it doesn't matter if someone's 90k or 2k, yeah, they could get the same amount of like swipe ups, exactly. And then, like, if they're going to work with that person again, it's going to be probably on. How much engagement They've mm. with that And
2: like say for example Also but that probably uh, means They've paid for that right No they get a kickback It's a commission based thing
1: Oh okay So, so like, the
2: higher engagement They get buys the shorts. They'll get like 20 cents or something You know that way yeah. So like it depends on the person But like Or some people I know If it's just if the person Goes on the page They get a kickback They don't even have to buy them but the, it's a commission based thing And like say like, But some Not like I mean Not always like Say for example We have a discount code With my friend Christina Who does Browse She was like Do you guys I wanted to help her She's a friend of mine she And does, she started her own She starts her own business In Babushka In Tampa Bar It's Christina Duffy Browse On Instagram And if you say it gals Discount when you book She'll give you a discount Because I want to help out a friend Yeah it's like, we're obviously not getting I'm not getting the Jesus Christ books. You know yeah. that way Like I still pay for my brows To get done with her Because she's a friend of mine Who set up her own business I'm not yeah. going to be like And now I got all the Yeah So but also a lot of bloggers Out there will actually stay Stay when they're using Affiliate links And that's the right way To go about it I've seen a lot of bloggers Like put so a how do they do that A lot of times they'll say Like affiliate link Or if it's in a blog post There'll be an asterisk beside it And then it'll be like That's mm-hmm. an affiliate link I'm getting money. Now, they might genuinely want to promote the product. That's not saying that they're being... They're not, like... It's different to a sponsored post Yeah,
1: yeah. Now sometimes as yeah. well That swipe up thing again It's just like The ownership is on you mm. um, Sometimes Like people are swiping up stuff Like where to get this top Where genuinely, genuinely They've just bought the top And got so many requests For people wanting to know where. Yeah it's of course, that of course. Like, hey, really? So they yeah. have to respond to everything Yeah
2: exactly so, so I mean yeah So our stuff We've been asked to do affiliate links We haven't really done them And Lindsay and I Have just kind of decided Like I just don't I hate Never I hate never to say never Kind of shit but I just really don't see us ever doing hashtag ad on our Instagram.
1: No. Like, I did it once on my personal for Outsider because there was a radio um, competition and I had I promoted the competition mm. to win a party where I'm attending. I'm going next week. And obviously, to get people, like, you know, yeah. doing the fucking comp, whatever.
2: Oh, it is an ad, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I put ads and stuff like that and all G. But... I just mean more so...
2: On, on itgals, the page. But again,
1: like, that was because I've been working with the brand and yeah. I like the brand. Like, I have never, that was my only, one and only sponsored post I've put up on my own Instagram. On itgals, we have mm. never, ever, ever put up a sponsored post or an ad or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's not where, like, I think when I first, like, you know, started getting big on social media, I was like, okay, it, I felt like this was the only way to go. I felt like... This is how you make money. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. how you turn like your social media into a job. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's the only way.
2: No, there's loads of ways.
1: There's 100%. loads of ways. And it just again, like I was worried, I was like, how could I because you know when you have a loyal following, I was like, How could I switch that to then being ad S P Yeah. And keep the loyal fault Like it it kind of just Doesn't really work For me anyway Like I think on it it, gals
2: Maybe doing Like we might If outsider wanted us ever to do one But at least then You guys know that We've worked with this brand For like a year
1: Or yeah Or if we Like a clothing brand That we actually really liked I just think
2: But we What what I do want to say is If a brand uh, Kind of contacts us For a sponsorship And we feel That they're a good Brand fit I know I will Always personally Push them to sponsor An episode of the podcast because in the podcast we can get it across way more transparent, I think, to be like, Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by blah. Yeah. That's the most for me, it's like listening to an ad on the radio. It's we, the same you know YouTube ads. Like yeah. I've you know,
1: I watch a few YouTubers and they're like this episode is sponsored by this photo company online yeah. where you can put up your photos or whatever. And you're, like, "Grant, You know, yeah. so it's, like, for us, it's, like... You kind of zone out where yeah. else you engage yeah. and you listen so to it, you
2: know? if a company comes to us and asks us, like, I mean, we're obviously open to sponsorships, but it's, like, for me, it's always, like, sponsor my podcast. I, my Instagram, the It Instagram, your Instagram.
1: Our Instagram, the It one, is, like, it's 90s pop culture, yeah. kind
2: of. It just wouldn't really work. And
1: I have seen myself, yeah. like, Loads of meme... Um, meme accounts do meme it accounts all the time. That, like, I follow, like, and that they... They get crap When they
2: go yeah. Sponsored a lot of time Yeah
1: And it's just like Like they They water down Their explicitity With their language yeah, And all that kind of they stuff
2: They want to be brand friendly yeah they, want to be brand, like, yeah
1: they want to cater to Like a wide Variety of mm-hmm. brands And stuff like that So
2: So that's the end Of our episode guys We Hopefully that kind of Wrapped it up for you Hopefully it gave you Some insight In how the whole Industry works If you have questions Hit us up We'll try to answer them In our next episode maybe um, But thanks for listening Yes
1: yeah, uh, It was really interesting And like talking about all this, and hopefully you are more woke. Wo- 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 yeah, hopefully you uh, learned
2: learned a little bit of info. Uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Tumblr, etc., etc. Everywhere it's ItGals Podcast. Wherever you want to find us, um, and email us all the rest. We love you, biatchos. Yes,
0: peace out and go online safely. <laughs> Hashtag ad. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I play your boy.